Well, good morning, Greenwich, and welcome to the Thursday, August 3rd edition of the Basement Academy. Our morning psalm is Psalm 3. I like this one. This is a psalm of David when he fled from his son Absalom. Hmm. It's a little bit of a story connected to this one. O Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. But you are a shield around me, O Lord. You bestow glory on me and lift up my head. To the Lord I cry aloud, and he answers me from his holy hill. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. I will not fear the tens of thousands drawn up against me on every side. Arise, O Lord, deliver me, O my God. Strike all my enemies on the jaw, break the teeth of the wicked. From the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people. Amen. Psalm 3, when we're in a tight spot. It's a good psalm to have in the praying repertoire. And you, O Lord, are a shield around me. <clears throat> okay, another reflection from my month of study leave. Uh, so you've heard me describe these last three days. What a fantastic and wonderful trip it was, visiting family and friends and old places, etc., etc. But alas, into every life a little rain must fall. <clears throat> On the morning of uh, July 13th, three weeks ago today, <clears throat> Thursday the 13th, I was driving over to Lawrence, Kansas, about a 45-minute drive, and was going to play golf with uh, Krista's Uncle Mark, uh, Cousin Scott's father. Okay, so part of this trip was to connect with the family, walk alongside them a little bit, and check in, see how they're doing after Scott's death. <clears throat> so we're Scott, uh, Mark had just retired, and so um, we make plans to play golf. A half a mile from the golf course, minding my own business, thinking about probably the tee shot, <laughs> my first tee shot. Crash! I get into a car accident. Um, had just passed Kansas University campus, driving up Iowa Street. One stoplight, turn left, I turn another right, and then I'm into the parking lot of the golf. I mean, I, I'm probably a quarter of a mile tops. Two cars in front of me, kind of stops abruptly, pulls over into the turn lane. Car in front of me stops. I stop. The car behind me stops. The fifth car, you know, so one, two, three, four. Five. That car did not stop crashed into the car behind me who pushed that car into me who pushed me into the car in front of me Ugh. meanwhile the guy who had started the whole thing by kind of stopping abruptly and turning turned left and went on his merry way unaware that of all the chaos that was soon to ensue behind him so all of us did our job except the last guy who you know don't know all the all the story there 
Uh, don't know if or the last time you've been in a car accident, but it's kind of a surreal experience. It only happened to me one other time, but this was a little different than the other time. Um, <clears throat> you know, one minute you're minding your business and, and then just kind of, you, you hear something before you hear it hit you, right? So it, you know, I mean, you know, we're stopping abruptly. So I kind of did look in the back rear view mirror and saw that, you know, that person has stopped. And so I'm looking forward. And then all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden I hear something and a split second later, you know, fortunately the airbag, airbag did not deploy in my car. The woman behind me, another story altogether. So I, I, I pray that, and I have prayed for her that she is well, but she went to the hospital. <clears throat> um, so it, it, it's really kind of weird. It, it's surreal because there's sounds that you don't experience often or hear often in real life. You know, you hear TV, I'm pointing to my TV over there. You hear movie and, you know, TV show crashes, <clears throat> but that's audio engineered. But when you're hearing it in real life, it's kind of like a strange, so it was a crunch. There was no screeching as much as crunch and then, and then, you know, it's like, bop, bop, bop. Um, I confess my, my thinking was like this. It's like, what? I mean, you know, it's kind of like, what? And then, oh, the car, I mean, literally in, in a split second, I'm on vacation. How are we going to get this thing fixed? Oh, no. Oh, I want to play golf. <laughs> so I, I got to golf in about two seconds. <laughs> I'm such a knucklehead, right? Oh my gosh. So, you know, it, it, it's, you're stunned. You know, there's, I, I, again, I was, ended up being fine. There was no, I sustained no injuries, thankfully. So, um, you know, traffic stops behind you. I, my first thought was just to get out of the way. And so if the car can move, so I, I just pull forward a little bit. I can drive. I hear my bumper dragging and I just, you know, I just cut right into the parking lot that's right there, get out of the car, inspect the damage. Man, the police were there quickly. So somebody, you know, who saw it obviously called or maybe one of the other folks in the accident called, but I suspect it was an onlooker. And, um, man, they were there quickly. I mean, maybe a minute, minute and a half tops. <clears throat> a couple cars, the EMTs were called. Uh, the woman behind me uh, sadly had to be taken away. Her airbag deployed. So I could kind of, as I'm in the parking lot looking at my car, I'm also seeing what's happened. It's a pickup truck that has driven into, barreled into a little four-door sedan that then ran into my car. And the car in front of me, I don't I don't know what happened to that one. I had a little damage on the front. Um, you know, so kind of watching all this. So I, I call Uncle Mark, you know, who was on his way to the course at, uh, from his house at the time. So he came over, you know, found me. We, you know, sat there and kind of muddled about for a few minutes. The police officer came over and interviewed me, got all the relevant uh, information. I tore my back bumper off. It was dragging and it was just hanging by one little fixture. And so I... <laughs> tossed it into the car. 
Uh, it's a Honda CRV, so the hatchback was dented in, cannot open it. Oh, groan. So how am I going to get, <laughs> you know, how, how are we going to do this from, from here on out? Um, so we had, I don't know, 25 minutes or so till the scheduled tea time and we're literally probably three minutes tops from the from the course and well you know mark very very sensitive gentle great guy what what do you want to do i said what do i want to do i can't do anything i'll call the insurance guy in a little bit let's go play golf <laughs> and so we went and played golf and i kind of limped there you know without my my bumper um did not play well but as the old adage says that golfers understand this know this a bad day golfing is better than a good day in the office right <laughs> so um ugh. so three weeks ago today uh, still waiting on the police report to get i did not you know usually get exchange insurance information well Technically, the car that ran into me was pushed by another car and she's on her way to the hospital. So I'm not getting any, any information from her. And the guy back there, I didn't, I didn't get information. I didn't want to go walk back. So anyway, I'm waiting on the police report, little administrative stuff. I had, you know, I've had multiple phone calls to the insurance guy, you know, because, oh, you're in Virginia, you're Virginia, Paula, you know, all that, all that administrative stuff. Um, you know, this was our good car. Uh, so it was Krista's car. We had just gotten a year earlier. Um, and so, yeah, you know, disappointed, frustrated, waiting on some information. It's sitting in the garage now um, and we'll get it fixed. A um, little bit of a comedy of errors for the rest of the trip because now we're, that's the only car I've got. And uh, fortunately, it was drivable and drove it home uh, from... Uh, from Kansas. Uh, but I, I just felt very self-conscious. You know, I'm driving around in a car that's all banged up. The back left tail light is broken. And so I'm a little concerned I'm going to get pulled over. And the policeman said, you know, show them the police report number and they'll understand, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we did have a funny <clears throat> experience. So uh, the next day, uh, drove up to Costco, took our daughter there. We had to, you know, stock up. Uh, it's a little shopping to do. And didn't really think it through. So um, can't can't open the hatch, right? So everything is going to have to be loaded from the side, uh, the back, you know, back doors. And as we come out, and has literally an historic storm of jo for Johnson County, broke open 100 mile an hour winds in some places uh trees down telephone poles snapped <laughs> millions of dollars of damage in a you know probably like a 20 25 minute storm anyway rain is erupting on our head and we're trying to shove all the costco stuff in through the back season hey people we didn't think this one through did we um and you know for the last couple weeks for the last week and a half or two of the, the, the trip, <clears throat> every time I'd get a phone call while I was driving, it would immediately go to the blue, uh, the car, Apple CarPlay thing, the, the little Bluetooth speaker, but it was broken because when the 
you know, uh, little uh, reverse camera, the, the, the backup camera got damaged. Somehow it, it shorted the system. So the Bluetooth would automatically go to the car. That system was still working, but I couldn't talk. <laughs> And so oh, I'm fumbling with the, blah, 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 which is going to distract me and, you know, I'm going to get another accident. So anyway, a little bit of a comedy of errors uh, driving around the last, you know, dozen days of the trip, whatever. A um, couple reflections, uh, try to bring a little levity to this thing. Um, you know, I've talked about the boundary lines falling in pleasant places for me. That, that's been the refrain of the first couple reflections. <clears throat> but, you know, you talk about being in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, the thought occurred to me, if I had left the house five minutes earlier, if I'd left the house five minutes later, I wouldn't have been at that place at that moment to have been in that accident. My, my, my mind goes there <clears throat> um, and it mixes with, well, you know, I was in the right place at the right time to be in Wichita, Kansas and meet my wife. And, you know, it's like, shall we not receive all things from the Lord? We live east of Eden and things break and people get distracted and they don't pay attention on the road or their brakes fail. Again, I don't know the story. Maybe the guy's brakes failed. Maybe he wasn't looking at his phone, which is what I suspect was happening. Um, and... It just never crosses my mind to think, why didn't God prevent this accident from happening? I know a lot of people do think that way. Why didn't God keep that bad thing from happening? I just, my brain doesn't go there. I'm shaped by Genesis chapters one and two, a good God, a good creation. Genesis chapter three, the fall and the reality. God said, watch out. God made this world the way he did. I don't begrudge um, east of Eden is a reality. God's goodness is a reality. Both of these can exist. God can be good even in the midst of a fallen world where accidents happen, okay? Uh, so first reflection, I don't think I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Just this stuff happens east of Eden, right? Second, I am really thankful <clears throat> for the systems that are in place in our country, in our nation, in our economy, in our legal, financial, fiduciary system. I'm just thankful for these systems that are in place. Because my guess is things like this happen in other places. That's the way it is. Uh, there is an, um, an amazingly efficient administration of our community life. The police showed up. So a 911 number exists these people show up, they've been trained, they've got badges, they know what to do, they know how to take information, they know how to care, the EMTs show up, that woman was cared for very carefully, getting out of her car, laid out on the stretcher, put into the back and drives away to a hospital where a great system of healthcare is in place to, to begin caring for her. You know, a tow truck, I'm sure, was called to, to get that away. It's in a lot that she can get and her family can retrieve. All of these layers of systems that we just take for granted that are not always in place in other places in the world. We live in a fantastic country and our system and our legal system, financial system, capitalism, okay, that generates this 
that allows me to have a car, right? So, so very blessed to live in this land. So this comes out of my thinking about this car accident. I call the insurance folks, talk me through the thing. They pull up the policy. Yep, you're covered. Blah. Oh, you're in Virginia. You've got uninsured motorists. That's good. In Kansas, we don't have that. So if this guy doesn't have insurance, you're going to, you know, it's going to be good for you. Okay. So, you know, who reads their insurance policy, right? Um, and so the state of Virginia requires uh, uninsured or underinsured uh, uh, insurance. So that's great. Um, and not everybody appreciates the systems. In fact, we have movements in our society that are gaining momentum and traction that want to dismantle systems. We've got a good system. We live east of Eden. East of Eden, people are racist. East of Eden, people are mean and people are violent and shoot guns and do bad things and drive cars into other people's cars, right? East of Eden's a reality. But our nation founded in this kind of Judeo-Christian enlightenment project around certain inalienable rights endowed by a creator, believing in a creator, believing in a transcendent realm. We have systems of justice and accountability and financial realities, uh, a, a, a system that works. We have a system that works. Okay, yeah, I'm three weeks waiting on the police report. It should have been here a week ago. Oh, it'll come, we'll get it figured out. I'll get the car to the shop. It'll get fixed. I'll drive down the road. And I got a great story. And thankfully it wasn't worse. Now, I, you know, it could have been worse, right? I could have been the one run into. And so I have prayed for this woman and invite you to pray for her. Don't, don't know her name and probably we'll find it out in the police report, I guess. But not everybody appreciates the systems we have. And so let me encourage you to appreciate all the efficient administrative systems that are in place in our country that we take for granted. And so I, I find myself not too grumpy about all this stuff. Again, just thankful for, maybe it's where I was, when I was, you know, all this good that had been unfolding around me. So, so just a few other thoughts, just kind of random thoughts that have kind of floated through my mind the last couple of weeks. This is an inconvenience. This is not suffering. It's just a, it's a kind of a headache. It's a little bit of a nuisance. I'm a little annoyed by it all, but this is not suffering. And, and it's important that we keep clear on these kind of things. The administrative or other inconveniences, it's inconvenient of me to have to haul things out through the back door instead of lifting the hatch. That's an inconvenience. I've got a car that can get me, you know, 1,500 miles across the country quickly. You know, I can drive back and forth. And, and so a um, little bit of a headache, a little bit of an annoyance, but I'm not suffering at all. Um, and, and so that that's important to keep in mind. Um, I am, we are not in as much control of our lives as we think we are. Other people's actions, decisions, Inactions, indecisions affect our lives. We live in community. We live in a society. Um, 
I can do all the things I'm supposed to do and things can still happen that I don't want. And, and that's an important East of Eden reality to keep grounded and, 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 and have some perspective on. Um, as I said at the outset, into every life, a little rain must fall, right? Um, it's just part of the deal. Um, in that storm I talked about on Costco day, trees are falling down and I'm, you know, praying one doesn't fall on us. I mean, cause I watched one, we're in this lane and right there's a house and we saw a tree go down right there. It could have fallen in front of us or on us. Instead, it fell just, it fell down instead of out. Woo. You know, this is what happens. Life is stormy. And so, um, there's things that we can't prevent in life. We can't control it all. And that's important to know also because some of us, and I'm raising my hand, live as if we ought to be able to control all the outcomes. We can't control all the outcomes. A secular society thinks it can control the outcomes or will we'll move to control the outcomes. Um, we can't control the outcomes. We are very fragile, delicate, contingent beings dependent upon a very good and gracious God to care for us. And so this has come to mind. Uh, as I mentioned, could have been, could have been way worse. Um, struck by how life has a way of consuming wealth. The scriptures use this language, right? So do not, we've been talking about money for a couple months now on Sunday mornings. Jesus counsels us not to place our treasures, our hearts on earthly treasures that can pass away. So cars can be damaged and fixed, yeah, but eventually they wear out and, you know, just things happen. So wealth is consumed quickly. Cars are dinged and dented. You know, stuff happens. And so life has a way of consuming our wealth. And so it's important, it's kind of remembering the, the lessons we've been studying on Sunday mornings. And then I guess the last thing, I've just been doing my very best to make light of it, okay? To not be grumpy, not be angry, not be frustrated, not to ruin the, uh, what was already unfolding to be a great trip and a great experience out there with family and friends. And I just, you know, so, you know, so I didn't want to start with that. I didn't want to lead with that, but I wanted to talk about that a little bit just to, to you know, it was part of, it was a significant part of our trip kind of shaped, uh, shaped some of the action. So anyway, Charlie try to laugh, you know, find a way to, to laugh at myself, laugh at the situations in my life. And this is one of them, uh, not laughing for that woman who, who got, uh, hurt. And perhaps, I don't know, I don't know what happened to the guy who started the whole thing uh, and hope he's well. Um, and his insurance company will pay up, uh, thankfully. So anyway, Another reflection uh, from this uh, month of study leaf. Let's pray. And so, Father, thank you. Thank you for protecting and preserving life. Pray for the woman who was in the car behind me and that her physical health and spiritual, emotional health will, will, will go well. Pray for a swift <laughs> resolution to this through insurance. And thank you for this wonderful country we live in. Thank you for the wonderful systems that are in place. They're not perfect, but they are so good. And Father, um, encourage all of us to be more appreciative of uh, the, the conveniences that we do enjoy and, and the wonderful systems that are in place. And so, Father, help us to live with a deep awareness of our East of Eden reality 
that you are good even in the midst uh, of the brokenness and and fallenness uh, of this life. And so we ask, oh God, for your grace upon us all as we make our way uh, through this life, praying in the name of Jesus who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. May God's grace, his providence, his safekeeping, his, his watchful eye be upon you and with you this day and forevermore. Amen.